0: It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Hope you're having a blessed weekend. Remember, if you would like to reach out to us and find out more about the show, you can reach out to us on our social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear On Air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app. Like Podcast or Spotify, and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Or you can reach out to us on Facebook, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like and follow us there. This morning, we begin with legendary writer, creator of the iconic children's book character and PBS television show, Mr. Mark Brown. Mr. Brown is celebrating 45 years of Arthur in his new book, Believe in Yourself, what We Learned from Arthur. is our pleasure to welcome Mr. Mark Brown to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Mr. Brown. How are you? I'm fine. All right. Good to talk with you. And it's an honor to have you here on the show. Now, let's start at the beginning. Take us way back to 1976. What was the inspiration behind the creation of the character Arthur, and why an aardvark? <laughs> uh,
1: Well, the um, inspiration was desperation. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I had just lost my job. I was teaching in a small college in Boston, and I got news that the college was closing. And I went home that night, and I was feeling really depressed. And my young son asked for a bedtime story. And together we kind of came up with this idea of a animal and I was searching the pantheon of children's literature and stopped at aardvark. (laughs) (laughs) And then my son asked for a drawing and I knew aardvarks had long noses. So I drew this long nose and little ears that stuck up and, and he, he had a problem and, you know, Just as I did, I had a problem. I needed a new job. But Arthur was having a problem with his nose. And that turned into the very first book that I ever wrote and illustrated. And who knew that it would go on to become a series of books or a television series? Uh, It it was, you know, just a, a, a magical adventure that began that
0: night. All right. Look at that. Now, you mentioned the show, but I understand when you were first approached to do the TV show on PBS, you were reluctant. Is that true? I
1: was. I I really didn't have uh, much respect for what was happening for children on television, mm. other than perhaps for what Fred Rogers was doing, Sesame Street. Um, and, and Fred actually uh, became a good friend of mine, and he was— Uh, one of our first guest stars on Arthur. But when PBS came to me, um, you know, I had turned down a couple of other ideas for television programs with networks. And PBS was a little different because when I listened to what they wanted to do, they won me over because they wanted to use television and animation, these two very seductive forces in children's lives, to make kids want to read and go to the library. And I thought, okay, I could get behind this. And that's how Arthur started on television.
0: Now the show ran on PBS for 25 years. How much creative input did you have on that show?
1: Well, I had a lot of creative input and Mm. I had approvals over many of the elements of the show. Uh, The contract, took almost a year to negotiate with them because I was asking for a lot of control. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I, and crazy, I when I look back on what I was asking for, I, I wasn't prepared for what I was getting myself into. <laughs> you know, I was stepping into this world of television that I knew very little about. and But I quickly learned that television programs were very similar to what I was doing with picture books. You know, you cast your characters, you write your script, you costume them, you, well, at least for me, in when I'm working on a picture book, I'm always seeing things moving in my head, like on television. And I have to figure out a place in that script to freeze frame what's going through my head so that the words on the page and the images will work together. Uh, So it's like a a delicate balance that you're doing um, because I'm always looking for ways to subtract things so that I feel like less is more when I'm doing a picture book. You know, what can the pictures do that the words aren't doing?
0: Now, you talked about this. You said it took you a year to negotiate the contract for the show and that you wanted, really wanted um, creative control on the show. Was that a yeah. bold move for back then as you look back on it?
1: Yeah, it was very bold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, I wonder if it would happen today. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, things are changing quickly. And. Um, the playing field might not be as level as it was back then.
0: And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. on Rodney Lear. More information about the show can be found on social media, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Head there now, like us there now on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rodney Lear On Air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Anywhere you get your podcasts like Podcast One or Spotify. On the phone with me now is legendary Arthur Mark Brown. He is the author of the Arthur series. He's also the creative force behind Arthur the Series, which ran on PBS for 25 years. Now, the show dealt with some serious issues like racism, bullying, autism, and Mm -hmm. even same-sex marriage. How did you feel about the way those issues were handled on screen?
1: Well, you know, I was involved in those programs, and I approved them, and I was supportive of the way that we handled them. When we take on these tough subjects, we ask for the help of experts that, Um, can advise us about what is appropriate for the age group that we're talking to. And, you know, what can we say? What can't we say? Um, And so we rely heavily on those, the advice of experts.
0: And so let's talk about this now. After 45 years, numerous books, 25 seasons on the air on PBS, why do you believe this character, this character that you created, has remained so popular and so beloved over the years?
1: I think it's because he's very relatable for kids. He um, doesn't always get things right. Um, He relies on his family and his friends often to get him through a rough spot, uh, just as most kids do. And I think that, you know, we have worked very hard, I have worked very hard over the years to tell kids the truth, and I think that's what Arthur has done best. He he is dealing with things that come into the lives of most children, and, you know, it's it's helpful for kids to see how he handles things. And, uh, you know, I think that's what Fred Rogers, my friend, was doing with his program. Uh, you know, he did it a little differently. He wasn't working with animation, but he took on subjects that he felt he could be helpful um, explaining to kids. And uh, that's what I think we'd do with Arthur.
0: And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. This morning, we're talking to legendary writer, creator of the iconic children's book character, and the PBS television series Arthur, Mr. Mark Brown. Now, let's talk about the new book. Tell us about the new book, Believe in Yourself.
1: Well, we were looking for a way that we could celebrate this two great anniversaries, 25 years of the show and 45 years of the book's. And uh, everyone was uh, thinking about what they could do to contribute to this celebration. And I, the first thing that popped into my head was a book of some sort. And the more I thought about it, um, it became a book that was rather unique because I'm talking to kids who grew up with Arthur and they're now adults, they're parents, they're reading Arthur books to their kids so I had I kind of had this dual audience with uh, Believe in Yourself where it, adults and kids. And I wanted to look for moments in the books and television shows that I felt were special to me. And I also wanted to use the book as a way to explain where I came from growing up, how all of these characters uh, happened, um, how Arthur was born and talk about making books and making television shows. So, I, you know, it's kind of the closest thing I'll ever get probably to a memoir. So I had a, I had a lot of fun doing it. It was a very different kind of book for me.
0: Okay. So the book features 60 pieces of all-new artwork. What was it like creating the artwork for this book?
1: Oh, I'm glad you asked that question because, you know, the first thing I learned about um, television was that I was part of a team. And I had to share Arthur with all of these animators and other writers, producers, directors. And with this book, I got to go back and look at scenes from the television show and draw them myself. I, I wasn't looking at an animator's drawing. Um, so that that was very satisfying for me to kind of bring the books and the show together as one piece.
0: Uh, Mr. Brown, you touched on this, but the book features quotes from earlier books in the TV show. I would imagine Mm -hmm. that would be a very emotional project to put together. What was it like revisiting some of those shows and books that you had worked on and worked on for this particular project? What was that like?
1: You know, to be very honest with you, I was a little overwhelmed at all of this uh, output that happened during this time frame. And I would go back and reread a book and I would say, How did I really do this? <laughs> uh, and I went back to the very first book, Arthur's Nose. And uh, I think I'll get this right. The last line in the book says, and there's a lot more to Arthur than his nose. And I thought, wow, I had no idea (laughs) what I was writing in 1976. There would be a lot more to Arthur than his nose. (laughs) Boy, was that right.
0: (laughs) All right. So when you first created this character, this lovable Art Bark, did you ever imagine you would still be drawing and writing books about him over four decades later?
1: Never. Never in a million years could I have imagined that, uh, It's just remarkable to me that this character, this this body of characters uh, have become so ingrained in a lot of Americans' lives and that uh, he's grown uh, in popularity the way he has. Uh, I I just wasn't prepared for that. I'm going to cite this little thing that happened recently at a book signing Uh, A mother came up to me and she said, my kids are in college now, but I still watch Arthur on television. Is there something (laughs) wrong with me? (laughs) No, there's not. You know, what we've done with Arthur is we've tried to um, infuse adult humor in the program so that we will get more adults, caregivers, to sit down with their kids and watch the program. Because when you read a book with a child or watch a television program, you have this amazing opportunity to share your values. You can stop and say, what do you think about that? I'm not so sure I like that part of the show or the book. And you can have these valuable conversations with a child. So I I always think of Arthur as being a conversation starter, whether it's with a book or a television show.
0: Now, over the years, generations of children have learned so much from Arthur. What is the biggest life lesson you have learned from Arthur yourself?
1: To not give up. Okay. And to go after your dreams, things that you really want to do. Life is short and... You have to do what you love doing. I watched my dad go to work on the railroad when I was growing up in Erie, Pennsylvania, and he did not like his job. And he spent all his free time uh, kind of uh, studying architecture. Um, He and my mom had an antique shop. He loved gardening. Um, He was a great writer, although he never got anything published and that made a big impression on me as a child that he was spending his days doing something that he didn't like and i i said to myself i think i was 6 or 7 years old i am never going to do that with my life
0: mm-hmm. Very interesting. I have the same type of story um, growing up with Mm -hmm. my parents um, working and I just said the same exact thing. Everything that you just said, that's just so profound because I had the exact same thought as a child growing up, seeing my mom and dad doing things that working, but doing things that they didn't enjoy. Now, let's go back and talk about the show. Now, obviously, you created Arthur. You drew him. You illustrated him on the pages of the book. Now, when it came to the show, did you draw for the show, or did you guys have a team of animators, or how did that work?
1: Well, we were very lucky to work with um, a group of animators that got it pretty close to what I would do myself. But when the show began, the animators would give me their – rough drawings, and I would go over with a blue pencil and correct certain things, proportions of heads, for example, or the way uh, a face looked from the side as opposed to the front. And I did a lot of that, and I was getting very frustrated because what they did didn't always look exactly the way I wanted it to look, but it was pretty darn good. And I had to, at some point, let go a little bit. And I learned that early on. I, if I wanted to have fun with this process and this new adventure of being part of a television program, uh, I had to trust that I, I was working with all these very smart, creative people. And there were things that I could learn from them. Um, so, it, you know, it was a give and take.
0: As we think about it, um, Mark, you've been doing this for over 45 years with Arthur. What do you want your legacy to be?
1: Uh, I would love to know that through entertainment, I was able to
0: teach. All right. There you go. Very powerful. Um, let's have a little fun here, Mark. I have some true or false <laughs> questions, and you can tell me if these are, these are true or false. How about that?
1: Okay. All right. I'm ready. I love games. All right. Uh, I uh, love this is,
0: puzzles. Uh, this is easy. All right. True or false, one version of the Arthur theme song features Ziggy Marley in the Melody Makers. True or false? True. All right. Celebr- <laughs> All right. See, that was easy.
1: Although, have you heard Chance the Rapper? I have
0: not heard that. I will have to check oh, that out.
1: Google that on YouTube. It is really beautiful.
0: All right. And I'm impressed. Mark Brown, legendary Mark Brown, is talking about Chance the Rapper. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So celebrity guests on the show have included the Backstreet Boys, Matt Damon, Lance Armstrong, and you, Mark Brown. How true is that? True or false? That is true. All right. Good, (laughs) good, good. The show has won four daytime Emmy Awards for Outstanding Children's Animated Program. True or false?
1: Oh, gosh. I think there are a lot more Emmy Awards. Floating around in fours, so, but I'm not sure exactly what categories they were from. Okay. Um, so I, I'm, I'll say
0: true-ish, false. falses. <laughs> All right, there you go. References from your real life children and the town you grew up are often used in the book and the TV show. True or false? True. True. Give us an example. Uh,
1: Mill Creek Mall uh, in, in Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, And we lived in Hingham, Massachusetts for many years where I did a lot of the Arthur books. Um, In Arthur's Valentine, he goes to uh, a little local cinema, and I just walked down the street and drew that very building. When he walks through the cemetery in Arthur's Halloween, that was a cemetery near our house. And uh, that book came from trick-or-treating with my sons Toland and Tucker one night. And we had a lot of fun walking through the cemetery. Poland was an aspiring comedian at eight years old, and he told me that joke. You know, uh, why? What? What is it about the cemetery? People are just dying to get in. So I, I used it in the book.
0: <laughs> All right, there you go. Uh, well, let's talk about your children really quickly here. Um, what did they think about having their dad be the Mark Brown? Um, writer, illustrator of the Arthur series. What was it like for them growing up as dad writing the books? What did they think about that? I think it's
1: like, yeah, I think they're just kids like all other kids. Their parents do things, and that's what they grow up knowing. It's not like it just magically happened overnight, and they were, like, dazzled by the fact that, oh, all of a sudden you're writing books. It's just what I did. You know, I could have been a bus driver or Uh, A carpenter or, you know, many things. And uh, it's just what kids grow up with that, you know, they don't really have a choice. And, uh, uh, you know, I think, you know, as parents, we have an opportunity to share what it is that we do with our kids and what's good about
0: it, what's difficult. I guess you would have to be the cool dad, right? Or you you would they would be dying to get you in on career day, right? <laughs> At the school. <laughs> I did have my moments. All right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and with granddaughter's too. <laughs> All right, good. There you go. All right, and with that we're out of time this morning, Mark Brown. Thank you uh-huh. so much for taking time to talk to us. I really do appreciate uh, it. Oh, this
1: was fun. Thanks for making it fun.
0: All right. You're awesome. Thank you. Thanks for doing what you do. And my <laughs> children, my two boys, they grew up on on the show watching the show on PBS. I appreciate everything you've done. You made my day. Bye-bye. Thank you, Mr. Brown. Bye-bye. Thank you. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's Shipt.com. That's S H I P T.com.